Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. On Friday, jurors delivered a $20 million verdict against St. Louis County, $17 million of them in punitive damages. It came in response to a lawsuit from Police Sergeant Keith Wildhaber. Wildhaber accused the county police department of failing to promote him because he's gay and then retaliating after he complained. And now St. Louis County Police Chief John Belmar is in the hot seat. Over the weekend, St. Louis County Councilwoman Lisa Clancy called for his resignation. My colleagues on the council and I and other leaders in county government have heard week after week um, concerns by by many community members of of their treatment at the hands of the St. Louis County Police Department. Um, you know, add homophobia now to the list of of other complaints, mostly involving things like racism and you know racial pro- profiling and, and other types of police misconduct. That's County Councilwoman Lisa Clancy. Joining us today to talk more about the fallout is St. Louis Public Radio reporter Jason Rosenbaum. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So we know that Councilwoman Lisa Clancy wants the police chief gone. What did you hear from other council members? I think it was, I, I heard from three. I heard from Clancy, Kelly Dunaway, and Tim Fitch. And Kelly Dunaway told me that she's not sure that Belmar leaving is the right move because he she's not sure that the person that comes after him would be much better, given that there's so many systemic issues with the St. Louis County Police Department, not just with the situation that you just mentioned involving uh, Sergeant Wildhaber, but also whether the police department treats African-Americans well or if they're just responsive to community needs. I think, though, that there is a hesitancy among the third person I talked to, Tim Fitch, who is a former police department chief. He certainly knows that role well. Yeah. The hesitancy is 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 not only because he knows Belmar well, but because there's a tradition in St. Louis County that elected officials don't directly control the police department. The board of police commissioners do. And there was an instance in 2013 where the county executive at the time, Charlie Dooley, tried to appoint people to the police board with the purported attempt at ousting him, even though Dooley denied that at the time. And I think it's weighing whether there needs to be major leadership changes and whether there should be a barrier between political officials and the police department. And what do we know about this board of police commissioners? Who's on it? Well, right now, um, three of the members are on expired terms, and the other two will be on expired terms starting next month. So Page can appoint the entire board. Wow. So that's a big move. And that's why his announcement yesterday that he's planning on appointing new members was so significant. Purportedly, he could like appoint five people that are going to get rid of John Belmar, because even though Page cannot directly fire Belmar, the police board can. And I don't think there's anything that bars like Page from telling the commissioners to do that, though they would have to come up with a legitimate reason. There are state regulations around that. So I think that there's also, and, and to kind of piggyback on Councilwoman Clancy's point, there's been complaints that the Board of Police, Police Commissioners has not been responsive when people go before them and talk about how they feel that the police department has been inadequate on hearing their concerns. So I think that the decision that Page is going to make is going to have far-reaching con- uh, con- consequences beyond just whether Belmar stays or goes. It's going to change the way the police department is overseen. What do we know about Page's relationship with Belmar up until this kind of shocking verdict? Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I I can't imagine it was as good as, say, his predecessor, Steve Stanger, who is now in jail, as Mm -hmm. everyone knows. 
I mean, Stenger all the time talked about how great Belmar's leadership was, even though Belmar was appointed chief before Stenger came in office. Now that Stenger is gone and now that Page has the opportunity to appoint a completely new board of police commissioners, it's also an opportunity to potentially have a relationship with somebody new and to also have both him and the council give some, I guess, bully pulpit direction about where the police department should go. Even though they don't directly control the police department, they do control the budget and they can use uh, the power of the purse to provide some direction for where the police department should go. So based on what we know about what came out at this trial, is it fair to blame the chief for um, this this culture that the jury was obviously not happy about? Um, I, I think that whether or not he's directly to blame, he's the head of the police department. And if there's a culture of anti-gay bias in the police department, then he's ultimately responsible, even if he himself is not homophobic. I think that just goes without saying. And and from talking with Councilwoman Clancy last night, she said that this is an opportunity not only to instill more rigorous training about implicit bias within the police department, but all of county government and I think that it's it's going to be, regardless of whether Belmar stays or goes, that's a long-term commitment to instill a change of culture within an organization. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it will probably require uh, a reorienting about how this police department handles training and how uh, they they deal with issues like these. It seems like this verdict really got everybody's attention at this point. Absolutely. And I think whenever you you see a figure like that of nearly $20 million in a a county that is strapped for cash, um, it sends a message. But I also think that a lot of members of the council are are strongly opposed to anti-LGBT bigotry, um, as well as the county executive. And I'm sure that a lot of people in St. Louis County saw the fact that this sergeant was discriminated because he was gay and are just outraged by that. And they don't want to see a situation like this happen again. And to do that, it's going to require a whole bunch of changes. St. Louis Public Radio reporter Jason Rosenbaum, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at choosewood.com.